Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we are really, really glad to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a, a terrific show for you, as long as we can maintain the connection. We're going to be talking with Doug as part of our Doug and Dave Intel Report. That's Doug Thornton, former Marine military contractor and DHS agent. And we're going to be talking about a variety of topics. He's on the road right now, headed towards, uh, shall we say, a gun education, gun demonstration class, and I'm sure the feds will be watching from aerial surveillance. Uh, before we go to Doug, though, and have him talk about that, and then we've got some breaking news I want to bring up to Doug. Uh, just say this, folks. Every day I come back and say the same thing. The noose around the food supply is tightening. Go to preparewithdave.com. You've heard me say all the details. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day. Haven't raised prices. Restaurant quality, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know all that, okay? Just do it. Do it right now. Do it. Preparewithdave.com. Because you cannot depend on your neighbor. You can't depend on the government. You've got to do this for yourself because the shortages are coming. Unless, of course, you like to eat bugs. Also, too, grid down. Grid down, grid down. The grid is coming down. Someone's going to take it down. If it's the government and roving blackouts, no one says how long they're going to last. No one says if terrorists are going to get to us. They're threatening us. Hey, do you want to be able to have water? If the grid goes down for very long, you will not. So you'll have to scavenge. This is why you need water filtration. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is number one in its class. And you can check that out by going to waterwithdave.com. And they, too, have not raised prices. They, too, have a sale in effect. And supplies are limited on this. Supplies are really limited. But this is the best water filter. You'll be able to scavenge from runoff, ponds, you name it, waterwithdave.com. And then, finally, if we're going to suffer, and that's what we're doing, you may as well suffer in some comfort. The people at MyPillow want to help you also, too. They've got a new line of products, including Mike Lindell's new coffee. But I like the bed sheets, the pillow casings. We have all that. And it's all right now for our audience only. Half price, two for one. Go to mystore.com, coupon code Hodges. Mystore.com, coupon code Hodges. And it's just a different location we're sending you to than we normally do because they've got a short time special set up there just for our audience. Okay, well, that takes care of our sponsors for the show. Thank you so much for them. And uh, we try to bring you stuff that you know you're going to need. And, Doug, you're headed to a conference. Tell me about the conference that I wish I could go to but can't fly because of medical restrictions. What's going on? Dave, thanks for having me on, and I apologize already. Everybody can hear you road noise. I uh, I have been packing all day and night to get out to Teleco Plains, and we are headed out to uh, Ready Made Resources uh, home base, which is Robert Griswold. Uh, Dave, we're going to be putting on an active shooter course, and myself and Jamie Walden are going to be there. Uh, Jamie is a guest instructor for me, and we are going to be teaching people how to prepare. Not how to become an insurgent, not how to become a militia member, not how to have an insurrection against the government. We are against all that. We don't, you know, we, we don't prescribe to that theory. We're here for self-preservation, self-defense, and community preparedness. 
And this course is going to cover a wide range of things that most people don't get in, in a one-day, two-day, three-day course. Now, we'll say this. There are a lot of really good instructors out there. There's a lot of really good gun uh, classes that are out there. What we're teaching people, Dave, is I'm using my experience from law enforcement and Jamie's experience from law enforcement and both of our experiences of being in combat while uh, deployed for the Marine Corps. We're going to teach people, Dave, what we know, the little tips of the trade, the little things to be looking at. You know, I don't know how many people have ever gone through a door with a gun. But if you've never done it before and you trip and fall through that door, there's a reason why they call it the fatal funnel. The doors, the hallways, that's where most people get shot at. They're bullet magnets. So we're going to be teaching people. If you ever have someone who breaks into your house, you, after coming to this course, are going to be comfortable with defending your castle. That's the point of this. And it could be your buddies. You could be staying at someone else's house. You know, if somebody breaks in and you would be the defender. This applies across the board. Look at what happened in Mumbai, India back in 2005. Uh, you had, I think it's about five or six different terror uh, groups that attacked Mumbai, India over a course of three days. Three days. And you know who they were targeting? They were targeting foreigners. They were targeting English-speaking people, especially Americans. And you've never looked at what happened in Mumbai, India, and how devastating that attack was, and how unprepared the law enforcement in India was for this attack. You will understand that to be prepared means more than to just go out and buy guns and bullets, more than just going out and buying the cool guy gear. You've got to get the training. And if it's not done by me, then find somebody. But the elements of my training is going to teach people what to look for, how to survive, and how to get out of a situation. Nobody wants to stay in a sustained gunfight with anybody. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is the everyday person. And honestly, David, it can really be for any event. You know, this could very much as well benefit somebody from a home invasion to being an active shooter in the mall, like in South Carolina with the gentleman who... Uh, shot the active shooter from 40 yards away and hit the guy, I think, uh, eight out of ten times. You know, I can't get most cops to make that type of a shot. This guy had very little training, but he was persistent with what he was doing, and he was persistent, Dave, with staying alive. There's three things that you're taught with an active shooter. Run, hide, and fight. You have three options you may not be given the, the option that you want. That's why I strongly recommend people to carry a firearm legally. I do mean legally. I do suggest people to carry concealed. Uh, weapons are meant to be felt. They're not always meant to be seen. And I do suggest that people get a uh, concealed carry insurance. Uh, White Settlement, Texas. There was an active shooter that happened there about three years ago. And the gentleman who stopped the active shooter, Dave, after the other uh, church security member was killed, this elderly gentleman shot the uh, the shooter, killed him, one shot, but it didn't stop there. That man was sued by three different people within the church, was sued by the city of White Settlement. They arrested him. They charged him with murder. And he is probably close to a million dollars and court fees, but hasn't paid a dime of it yet. That is why, and I don't care what, what insurance it is that you pick, call around, get get the best uh, uh, price for yourself. But having something like this can literally, literally not bankrupt you. Who in the hell can afford a million dollars or more? And, and when I actually talked to one of the attorneys who represents them, they said that more than likely, this may get up to almost two to to five million dollars in court fees and legal fees, and he ain't paying any of it. Dave, could you imagine if you just are, are defending the other people in your church, and you're going to be prosecuted, you're going to be sued by even other people in the church? 
So understand, we live in a crazy world. It's not going to get any better. And if it does get better, the random acts of violence are not going away. In fact, they are continuing to arise. I don't know if you've seen this lately, Dave, but in Portland, Oregon, my my most favorite place in America, uh, <laughs> there was recently a huge crowd of people from Antifa that were out in the middle of a, I think it's an interstate, possibly. They had shut down the road. Their idiots were out there doing donuts and setting stuff on fire. And then an elderly man in a white van tried to get through the crowd. The crowd went after him. And then, randomly, a man comes out of nowhere and starts firing into the van with a pistol. This elderly gentleman had to escape with his life. And I'm actually, I'm not sure if he survived or not, because this only just recently happened within a couple of days ago. Uh, and, and to watch the video, I'll send you the video of it. It's very short. Andy Noe, the undercover journalist who exposed almost everything that you could think of uh, about Antifa, he was the one who was filming this. So it's on Andy Noe's YouTube channel if anyone wants to watch it. Okay. It should be the latest video you just pushed out. Dave, put yourself in this person's shoes, man. If you have to flee, as we used to say in the military, get off the X, do you know how to do it? Do you know how to stay cool, calm, and collective? With what me and Jamie are putting on, this is more than just, you know, the gun trade. We're teaching people how to think, how to think through situations, how to communicate, how to de-escalate, how to use situational awareness. And not only that, but to teach people the difference between the sheep mindset and the wolf mindset. It's about time Americans get out of the sheep mindset and you start acting predatory yourself. I'll tell you one thing that criminals hate. Criminals love, and I, and I mean absolutely love, the big, fat, donut-eating cops who aren't going to chase them, who are going to let anything slide, and they prey upon those people. What criminals don't like is a vigilant man or woman who's always looking for them, who's always looking for the bad guy. Bad guys avoid those people. Situational awareness is one of the best self-defenses that you can employ, and it's absolutely free. Just use the good old M1 eyeball and looking out for people and using common sense. And, you know, being a little bit intimidating doesn't hurt every now and then. You know, and this can go for anybody. I've had people, Dave, who've contacted me that are uh, women that are in their elder 70s. They say, Doug, I don't like guns. What am I supposed to do? My husband won't let me have a gun. I want one. And I tell them, there is no other equal opportunity weapon like a firearm, a knife won't compare to a firearm, a bat, a stick, your fist, a big rock. It doesn't compare to a firearm. We're getting into a state in America now, Dave, where people need to think about self-preservation and their family's self-preservation. And since our founding fathers back in the 1700s, when they thought about self-preservation, they tried protesting, Dave. They tried addressing their grievances to the courts, to the king. That never happened. They took up arms, but they found one thing with taking up arms. you got to have training. You have to be well-trained if you're going to use a firearm. And uh, my active shooter PowerPoint that I'm going to be putting on, which is the first series of the course, I'm going over a history of active shooters terrorist attacks, domestic terrorist attacks. It provides explosive devices and, and uh, suspicious packages, identification. We're talking about things that people didn't notice at the Boston bombing. I'm going to be teaching people how to look for it. We're talking about things like the Austin serial bomber who didn't see the suspiciousness of the packages that were placed at their uh, places of residence. I'm going to be teaching people what to be looking for. This is training you almost can't get anywhere else. And it's because myself, Jamie Walden, Robert Griswold, and another guest instructor that we're going to have, who is a former Special Forces 18 Delta medic. And when I say, you know, medic, I'm talking about this guy is literally a doctor on the combat field. If you got a laceration, if you got disemboweled, 
if you've had some of the worst things you could think of, that's the man that you want with his hands inside you, keeping you alive. We are putting together a team of guys to get Americans prepared for what's coming. Because I'm telling you, Dave, civil war is coming. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. And I don't want it. I like my life the way it is, although I wish our government was different. But uh, I, I have to say, I can't ignore what's coming. As we like to say, what's coming is no longer coming. It's already here. Um, boy, you, you just had a mouthful. Now, when does this course commence? So it's going to start 9 a.m. Friday, and then it will end Sunday evening. This is a three-day course, 12 hours a day. Uh, you know, I'm more or less putting people through a, a basic training within law enforcement. Uh, I'm teaching you, you know, tips and, and tools of the trade. One of the things that's always vexed me is that law enforcement never... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time it works with civilians now, i'm just as guilty for that uh but I, I see the error in that now and i think that it's i think it's uh, a little bit hubris for law enforcement to keep these type of skills these survival skills to themselves and not teach other people what it is that we know you know with, with most of these active shooters or most of these, you know, violent uh, gun crimes, law enforcement is almost never the, uh, the last victim. You know, law enforcement always engages in this little, you know, you can get shot, you can get, you know, stabbed. There's, there's the fights that happen, but that's because we directly insert ourselves into the violence. But you as the civilian, what do you do when you see the active shooter happening and law enforcement comes? Most people don't even know what to do. That's another thing that I'm going to be teaching people how to survive that, because the last thing you want to do is during the middle of a big old gunfight happening in a mall is be, you know, the patriot that comes up with his concealed carry and is in the direction of law enforcement and they don't know who you are. You know, it's it it's one of those times where, unfortunately, some people can get shot and killed because law enforcement doesn't know if you're the shooter or what 
You know, so it, it's a it's an old saying within what we used to do. And I was a uniformed police officer. So, you know, between our special agents who are undercover, uh, who are plain clothes, if there's ever a big terrorist attack, if there's ever a big, uh, you know, shooting, mass shooting that occurs, plain clothes guys always take the back seat and uniform guys always take the front line. And that's mainly because if we're all in our uniform, we know who's who for the most part. Mm-hmm. All right. If you show up and you're just, you know, in your khakis and polo and then you pull your gun out, man, I don't know who you are. You know, you're, uh, and, and, and this is to be fair. I would probably put anyone who appeared like that, special agent or not, straight on the ground. I can sort you out later. You know, but that's that is the uh, that's the problem with this type of uh, this type of work. It's a rapidly evolving, ever changing, dynamic scenario. I mean, you can go from an active shooter to a barricaded suspect to then a hostage negotiation, which is almost kind of, you know, like what happened with Uvalde. And the miscommunication that happens is the other part that gets people in a lot of trouble in law enforcement and in the civilian world, miscommunication, not knowing what's going on. So these are the things that we're going to be teaching people how to think through the situation with a gun in your hand if you are presented to be the only good guy with the gun. That's another thing that we'll be teaching people. I mean, this, man, I can go on and on. This this is going to be probably some of the best training that these people are ever going to get. And we're lucky enough to have two local SRT team uh, guys. It's a special response team, kind of like what I was on. They're going to be out there. They're going to be getting the training from us. And it's a really good way for, you know, iron sharpening iron. Law enforcement can never be trained enough. There, there's never a point in time where you reach a pinnacle of training and you stop and you say, okay, I'm good, I can't learn anymore. Law enforcement should be consecutively training every week with their firearms, with their defensive tactics, uh, with uh, you know, searching out people and, and putting their hands on people. Law enforcement can't get enough of that training. And this is one of the things I'm trying to do, Dave. I'm trying to bridge the gap and teach everybody so that if something happens and you have to assist with law enforcement or if something happens and law enforcement comes to your aid, at least both parties now know what to expect. Okay. Well, I think that's really good to know. Um, See, the problem is we're airing this show, and we've had stuff out on this before, but we're airing this show Thursday afternoon, and you start Friday. I suppose if people are within a couple hours drive, they can make it. Uh, what do what do people pay for the for uh, the for the training, and what do they get? So it's a six hundred dollar fee, which is split between myself and Jamie. Uh, fifty dollars, six fifty totals. Fifty dollars will go to the utilities that's there for the ready-made resources. We're having to run generators and redo a road that'll be out there. Uh, there's going to be a camping ground out there. So after all the training is done with, there's going to be a huge roundtable discussion, and we're going to sit there and answer questions, let people get their hands on the type of gear that me and Jamie use. That's another thing people don't understand. They don't know a lot of times what is good gear, what is a good plate carrier, what is a good helmet. Heck, what's a good flashlight? So that's one thing that we're going to be able to show people. You know, there's going to be a little bit of a survival expose in this. Uh, we're going to be teaching actually quite a bit of medical training, self-aid, buddy aid, uh, putting on tourniquets, pressure bandages, stopping the bleeding. And I want to say this uh, for any law enforcement that is out there that's listening to us. You should know this already, but for the civilians, this goes for you as well. During the course of an active shooter, one of the hardest things for people to process is even if you're injured, why does law enforcement not come directly to my aid? And here's the simple reason why. The best medicine during an active shooter, during an active killing, is to stop the killer, either detaining or detaining him or killing him. All right, that's the best medicine. We have to stop the threat of violence first. And that means sometimes we have to walk over your body while you're bleeding. Uh, the way the uh, law enforcement should be doing this, and it's, you know, Uvalde is a big, big black eye on everybody, man. And, and you know how many times, I mean, you've got in some, uh, I don't want to say heated debates, but I was heated 
you know, I, I, I want to flip my desk over uh, whenever I saw what happened in Uvalde just because I see, I see it as a huge training problem and a lack of communi- communication problem. But the way this goes is uh, before Columbine happened in, in Littleton, Colorado, law enforcement would show up to a mass shooting, to a mass killing, or, you know, an active shooter, something of, of that route. And law enforcement would create a cordon, which is a, a external perimeter around the scene, not letting anybody out, not letting anybody in. And then they would call for the special tactics teams like what I was on. And, you know, here's the problem with that, is that you have guys that are on vacation, guys that are on sick leave, guys that work night shift and day shift and swing shift. So you got to pull all these guys together. Then they have to show up uh, at wherever it is that their rallying point is. Then they got to get dressed, and they got to get briefed, and then they got to get in their vehicles and move to the scene of the crime. That could take an hour. That could take two or three hours, depending on what's happening. God forbid, but can happen in five minutes, mm-hmm. let alone an hour. So the way that we are trained now, post Columbine is we have what's called Immediate Action Rapid Deployment, IARD. And since 2008, law enforcement officers were supposed to be trained to a certain level where they were actually expected to have long rifles, their duty pistol, and a ballistic shield on them to deploy themselves without waiting on anybody to the scene of the crime, to the shooting, to the killing. Here's the problem. Funding. Law enforcement never gets the funding that it needs. Never. And I mean never. Whenever we were asking for certain weapons for uh, chemical munitions for riots during 2020 and 2021, 2019, we were denied left and right by our own agency. And, man, I worked for the federal government. We got the money. It's not that we don't. But they said, well, we need new radios. We need new this. We need to hire you know, 20 more GS-15s to sit around and sharpen pistols, uh, sharpen pistols and tell each other how awesome they are. And instead of diverting the funding to training into proper gear, which will then bolster, hopefully, the bravery of the officers who are going to be putting themselves in harm's way, all of that funding gets squandered. It gets sit in every other direction. And from a small police department to the state police department, the sheriffs, the locals to the federal government, Every single one of them do that. You could probably go to your local law enforcement right now as he drives by and just ask, hey, just just a simple question. Do you have a ballistic shield, ballistic helmet, and a plate carrier? See how many of them tell you no. Or, better yet, see how many of them tell you yes, and then ask, did you pay for it yourself? Because just like me and most of the guys on my team, we paid for all of our own equipment. But they can send $80 billion to Ukraine, but they can't properly fund law enforcement. So you know what happens? Hey, man, people don't go through the door. People don't go through the door because a 556 or 223 that comes screaming out of the barrel will pierce straight through law enforcement body armor. And a lot of times, a level three ballistic shield, it'll go straight through that ballistic shield, right through your body armor, and now you're just another casualty. That messes with people's psyche. And, you know, here's the problem. A lot of people say, well, you're a cop. You signed the dotted line. And I've said that before. I understand it. But not everybody's trained to the certain standard. Not everybody thinks the same way in that warrior mindset, Dave. Some people are cops just to be cops. Some people are cops and they're literal warriors. And this is what they live for. And you see the difference. You see the difference when you see the tactical guy who's in shape. And then you see, you know, uh, Barney Fife. You'll see. I met those guys. And we always knew when something happens, this guy is going to be a liability. And we said it to our supervisors. This guy's a liability. He can't even pass the qualification, the simple pistol qualification half the time. And nobody gets on to him. There's never any training for it. Oh, well, he passed it with bare minimum. I mean, you know, David, in the realms of psychology, do you want the best of the best or do you want the bare minimum guy? to see someone who's having psychological problems. You know, it's, uh, it's a battle that we're losing. 
Well, yeah, and I'm letting that question pause just so people can reflect for a minute. Uh, it's the reality that's being created is causing us to lose the battle because unfortunately too many people in the population believe the last thing they hear which is all the nonsense trash and lies in the mainstream media uh i mean the new york times i'll just give you an example uh, on the affidavit they said oh yeah there's 300 violations of national security documents by trump how do they know that how do they know that well did the doj tip them off well that's a that's a felony because that's an ongoing investigation that's a felony Yet Merrick Garland turned around today and told uh, the DOJ, you may not talk to Congress. I don't even know how that's legal. Doug, when you were a DHS, could, could uh, the DHS director have told you that and made it stick? If you get called upon the red carpet, you're going. And in my position, uh, one of the main jobs that we did, uh, I, I, I wore many hats when I was in DHS, and I loved my career. I loved the guys that I worked with, even a lot of the supervisors, great patriotic people. But once you start to climb to the tippy top, Dave, there is rotten fruit that just won't drop from that tree, yeah, I... and it ruins everything from the top bottom, man. Uh, and, and, you know, with what I used to do, especially with physical security, uh, let's say like what happened in, in the consulate in Libya. When that installation was attacked, somebody had wrote a physical security threat assessment report and anything that was a countermeasure that could prevent it, any type of attack was then scrutinized by Congress and then the designated official, the lead uh, government official who's in charge of the installation, who is the approving official for those countermeasures like cameras, better gates, more guards, alarms, uh, concrete stanchions, bullet-resistant uh, glass or uh, or walls, anything that was not approved then gets reviewed by Congress. Uh, the active shooter that we happened in Dallas, at 1100 Commerce at the federal courthouse a couple years ago, my friend who actually was involved in that, he did the, he did the physical security assessment for that building, was called to the red carpet. And guess what he had to do? He had to explain why the countermeasures that failed were not put through, were not funded. And you know what he got to do? I gave the recommendations. I wrote it up as a subject matter expert on physical security for the federal government. It was this political appointee who said, no, we don't need the funding. But you know what Congress won't do? Congress won't then go around and look at where the funding is for this department and what they used it for. Because a lot of times, it's to buy new desk lamps and new chairs and new carpet every two years. We waste so much money. I can't believe, and I'll be honest with you, I can't believe the amount of money in the federal government that we waste. That's our tax dollars going nowhere. It's not to the protection that you think. Why do you think you can't, can't keep people on the border? Border Patrol is probably one of the most important law enforcement positions that we have in the United States, and we can't keep people employed because they won't stay there. They don't get the training. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They don't get the gear. They don't get the uh, protective equipment. We're coming across people every day with tuberculosis, which, by the way, is now, I think it's in Chicago, there's an outbreak of tuberculosis. Hey, get this. We have people coming across the border that we knew had polio. We were in contact with them. And they had the polio-resistant virus. Guess what now is found in the water source up in New York? Polio. 
Yeah, this is not by accident either. That uh, Jean-Pierre, press secretary yesterday, she was asked by Fox News' Peter Ducey, can you tell me how you can keep out the world's best tennis player because he's not vaccinated, but you're letting thousands of illegal immigrants cross the border every day? And here's what she said. There's no one crossing the border. It doesn't happen like that. You know, there's there's willful ignorance. No, it's not. And, and there's it's not yeah, it's not ignorance. So it, yeah. It, yeah, there's a difference between willful ignorance and being ignorant to a situation because you're not there and then knowing every single thing that's happening because you're in the presidential morning brief and just ignoring it. They know what's on the border, Dave. And there, there are things crossing that border that's way worse than a family who's just trying to escape whatever hellhole they came from and trying to find freedom in America. My heart's out for those people. Mm-hmm. I want those people in this country. We need those people in this country. All right? Now, I, there's a lot of people who are, you know, very racist to that. There are a lot of people who don't like all the illegals coming over. I don't like the process, but I would never deny someone coming into this country who wants Hey, we're back. A little technical difficulty here, and uh, we're speaking with Doug Thornton here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report. He's on the road. So you're going to hear a little background information, uh, or, or noise, I should say, and interference, but we'll, we'll deal with it as best we can. Uh, Doug, I, we got cut off, but I wanted to ask you before we leave the conference situation, that's a full three-day event. It's not divided up into three one-day events. Is that right? Oh, that's right. It's It's three days, 12 hours a day, and then, you know, there's the after-hour stuff. I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're getting into information uh, and the ability to have instructor teach back on a level that typically you only get within law enforcement and, and the military. Uh, there's, there's a tremendous amount that's going to be going on here. And, you know, one thing I want to say is that uh, with the way that we're doing this training, there's a, a tremendous amount of one-on-one instructor training and dave you know me man i I don't beat my chest and and you know try to look like some uh uh, drill instructor i'm very personal i i i don't yell at people because people don't train uh well under that type of uh a uh, environment and people don't listen they don't learn so you know i'm a very hands-on guy i love explaining all the stuff that I know, it's one reason why I did it for free for so many years uh, with uh, various church security teams. Uh, you know, I, this is truly a passion of mine. If, if ever there was uh, a, a ministry for Doug Thornton, it was the ability to sit here and teach people how to defend the flock. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, will there be a DVD available? So... Uh, our, our friend Tony Barada of Heroes Nation is actually going to be there filming. Uh, we're going to be doing interviews, and he's going to be filming the course. So I believe if there is going to be one, uh, then it'll be exclusive to the uh, Heroes Nation. Okay, so people can go to that app and see the see uh, Tony's report on the conference, correct? Correct. Okay, all right, well, that's... That's good to know. So people will be able to at least touch bases that way. Uh, you know, if you can't attend, and uh, let, let's give them a number in case someone's in the region and they can attend. What, what, where could they call and sign up? Uh, just call, uh, go to readymaderesources.com uh, and call the number that's there for uh, Yeah, and they'll put you in contact with all of us. We're going to be hosting this uh, program at least uh, four or five times, and I'm, I'm getting to where the point where I'm going to be traveling and giving this uh, training as well. We okay. already have a group of Wyoming that are that are reaching out to us, wanting this training. It's it's very sought after, and not very many people do it. Yeah, I'm going to give out that number here for Ready Made Resources. If you want to reach out and you're in the area and say, you know, this is really something I need to be doing. That number is one eight hundred eight two seven. Three eight zero nine. That's one eight hundred three eight seven 
Uh, it just just dropped off my screen. Can you believe that? Okay, here we go. 1-800-627-3809. 1-800-627-3809. Man, I wish I could be there, but you know, I got this stupid restriction that I can't go over 3,000 feet because of my eye surgery. I still have that ridiculous green band on and uh, around my arm. And people go, oh, what's that, Dave? Do you belong to a cult now? <laughs> and I'm hearing that kind of garbage. And But uh, I still got to sleep sitting up for three more weeks. Can't lay on my back. Yeah, a lot of disadvantages here. So I'm, I'm done whining, but I'd love to be there because I need to get better trained. Absolutely. So how many times um, a year? You said three or four? Yeah, we're going to try to put it on at least once a quarter. So, uh, you know, and, and also if you want to reach out to me at uh, American Vindicta Show at gmail.com about training, you can reach out to me. Uh, we, we do have kind of a, a minimum amount of people that we need to be able to put on the course because, you know, I mean, everything's just getting more and more ridiculously expensive with gas, and we got to pull trailers. And, I mean, I've probably already spent – $3,500 or up to $4,000 now on all the equipment. And it's every class, this money goes back into it to make the class uh, much more exceptional. And, and honestly, you know, I'm using a lot of stuff that's called airsoft guns. And we're going to be doing a lot of what, when law enforcement, we call force on force training. So our students are actually going to be <laughs> given the opportunity to put guns on their hips They'll shoot little hard plastic pellets at each other and get into a gunfight with each other and actually go through their basic fundamentals of marksmanship with a moving target that's shooting at you. And there's a tremendous amount of teachback that comes into that. And it's only something I can, I can't talk about it and explain it over, uh, over an interview. It's literally something I have to put my hands on it to talk about it. But trust me, man, this is the reason why law enforcement is as good as we are. When it comes to these type of situations, and I'm trying to put the basic guy on the same level. Yeah, okay, so we don't have to worry about someone turning into Alec Baldwin, do we? <laughs> no, no, and there's going to be plenty of watchful eyes. you got plenty of pros there that are going to be watching out for any stupidity, and I don't put up with stupidity. I, I don't. This is, this is literally only about self-preservation, self-defense, and... The continuity of the American people, not the government, the continuity of the American people. And what are we going to do? And, and Dave, let's talk about this for a second with continuity. When everything goes to hell, is the government coming to help you? <laughs> no. 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 When, when everything goes to hell and your water runs out, like the mega drought that has now been declared, who's coming to bring your water? Who's coming to tap that well? You know, who's coming to bring you food? That ain't the government. It's going to be you. You are your own self-defense. You are your own first responder, and you better learn how to self-rescue. And this is something that every man listening to my voice should learn these skills. And if you don't learn them from me, learn them from someone else. I don't care. But be an asset and not a liability. That's what I really want to harp on people. Be an asset, not a liability. Dave, I've got people who will reach out to me and will say, well, Doug, and, and, you know, God bless people. You know, sometimes they're just, they're upset that they can't get up and go do a bunch of stuff. And I get that. But, you know, even for people who are wheelchair-bound, there's skills you can learn. There's things you can do. You can still, you know, have a, 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 a effective way of training and working out, even if you're wheelchair-bound, even if you're hobbled. It's an excuse to not do it. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, Dave, yeah. how, many, how many times have I said it? Get off your excuse and go do something. Go train. You know, go for a walk. You, know, uh, you can be an asset. You don't have to be the gunfighter. That's not for everybody. We don't need a tremendous amount of those people. If anything, I want more engineers and carpenters and the good old boys like my neighbor, who's an AC repairman, but this dude can fix anything from air conditionings, welding, carpentry, uh, electrician, uh, to, to fixing the plumbing. I mean, that's skills that I never focused on. And, I, and now, you know, later in my adult years, I'm sitting here having to learn it. So, you know, I, I, if, if we went to a survival situation, like if we got into war with Russia and with China and we're affected here, you know who I want on my team? 
I want Mr. Fix-It-All, the jack-of-all-trades. I want that guy. You know, no offense to all you lawyers, but I can't even get most of you guys to, to you know, use a shovel. So, you know, the world's going to be filled full of ties and, and, and white collars who are going to learn to have to get their hands dirty or the very or be a liability. And nobody wants to be trudging along a bunch of liabilities. That's just the truth of it in a survival situation. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You're going to have access to uh, highlights of the conference at Heroes Nation. Dot com. How's Tony going to file that? Is he going to file that under Doug and Dave Intel Report, or do you know? I don't know yet, but I'll, I'll try to make sure that we get it out there as much as possible. Okay, and since we're doing housekeeping here, real quick, just between you and me and, I don't know, 100,000 other people, uh, I, I need you to send me our last interview with Mike Horn. Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, want to definitely share that with you. So, hey, uh, I got something else I wanted to follow up with you on. You sent me something here, and I want to go to what you sent me, and I want to give this uh, adequate coverage here. This was um, a text you sent me last Friday, and uh, it says, From Law Enforcement Today. Kamala Harris and Gretchen Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, caught hanging out with supporter of Iranian terrorist regime. That is true. I have confirmed that is true, but I'm not surprised. On my website, in a few different locations, I have published a photo from 2015 of of, uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke and uh, Nancy Pelosi hanging out with Nieto. Now, who's Nieto? Former president of Mexico, who, according to court testimony, took a $100 million bribe to let the cartels have free reign with drugs. And it doesn't end there, ladies and gentlemen. We reported on this a couple of years ago. Nancy Pelosi traveled to Europe, and guess who she visited? El Chapo's wife. El Chapo's wife, Nancy Pelosi. Why would she do that? Interesting. Speaking of the Pelosi family, uh, you know, I get your reaction to this. It's now been revealed that uh, Paul Pelosi, when he had his drunk driving escapade, uh, he actually had a female companion with him. Probably a hooker and uh, probably paid off to go away now. But when you, she was hurt, by the way. That's the report. Now, that's a felony, yet Paul's not... By the way, I don't blame him for having a woman with him. Look at Nancy. But anyway, having said that, um, he's going to get away with a walk. And then I want to ask you this question, too, Doug, uh, and get your reaction to this. Merrick Garland came out today and told uh, the DOJ that uh, you are reminded you are not to talk to Congress. How is that even legal? Well, to, to start with the Pelosi's, uh, you know, that man more or less performed a, a, an attempted hit and run. Um, and and, 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 bri- are, and bribery with the police officer. Here's money. Let me go. Yep. Yep. Oh, man, that boy, that fits that state trooper off bad. He would not drop that case. And good on him. Finally, somebody is willing to stand up to the elite and to show them, Dave, they're not so elite after all. You know, it really comes down to this. It's rules for thee, but not for me. Could you imagine if the utility companies were as corrupt as our politicians were and could tell people, I'm shutting your power off because you vote a certain way. I'm shutting your water off because you vote a certain way. Do you know what would happen? The country would be in uproar. Congress would be signing bills and having petitions, and we'd have protests. But no, instead, Nancy Pelosi's husband can almost kill another guy by running into him while he's drunk and then walks. He didn't go to prison. This whenever I was working as a corrections officer that I saw drunk drivers who had killed somebody. So obviously, felony. They're in there for vehicular manslaughter. 
uh, and drinking and driving and all of the types of charges that comes with it, and they're doing five to ten or more. Why didn't he get it? Well, rules for thee, but not for me. You know, eventually people aren't going to put up with that anymore. And I don't know what that world will look like when we eventually stop caring about what the politicians say. I can tell you this much. It's going to be dangerous. People are lulled to sleep by the crime, by the violence, by the backbiting and the betrayal of many of our politicians. I don't want to say most. I don't want to say all because, you know, I I want to say that there's some trust with very few. And I mean, I I think I can count five of them as very few. But, you know, this stuff with Nancy Pelosi, I hope that the Republicans do make it. And that's if they do make it, uh, that, you know, they will actually pursue the criminality that is Nancy Pelosi. Hey, did you hear that, you know, just recently, and I mean very much just recently, uh, Joe Biden at a at a rally said that he hates more or less. He hates the MAGA people. We're the biggest threat to the entire country, and that we're there are two Democratic seats away in the Senate from having the assault weapons ban passed. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, he also called us fascists too. Um, oh, yeah, uh, you know what? I better reinforce my door because the FBI will kick it down for saying this. I don't give a damn what Biden gets passed because Mitch McConnell's a traitor. He's under the control of communist China. His wife is linked family-wise to the CCP leadership, and he's and McConnell's profiting from it. Uh, Merrick Garland is corrupt. They're all corrupt. Mm-hmm. All corrupt. Yep. Here's my answer. I don't give a damn what law they pass with regard to guns. Okay, good luck finding them. You will not find them. And I'm not surrendering them. I will not follow your your rules. Uh, you know, the, the, this government is supposed to rule by the consent of the government. As of today, because of all the BS with Mar-a-Lago and everything else, I am withdrawing my consent. Yep. I, I think, honestly, until the Republicans uh, get their heads out of the sand, I'm not a Republican anymore. I am I am very much independent. I am what you would call freelance. Because I don't trust these people, Dave. I don't trust them. No, 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 no. That's why I called I, for the unelection I, of most of the incumbents that are Republican. They're rhinos. They're traitors. They're prostitutes that walk the same halls of Congress. They're prostitutes that drink from the same trough as the Democrats. There's no difference. Oh, they're all buddies. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all, they're all buddies. I listen to Trey Gowdy, whom I used to really respect and like. Trey Gowdy said, oh, you know, afterwards, we're all friends. We all go out to eat together. How can you sit there and, and you know, yell at another member of Congress and tell them how unconstitutional they are, that they're traitors, that they're X, Y, and Z, that, you know, they're, they're horrible people, they shouldn't be in power, that they're, they're, they're all corrupt, and then you say, and you know what, let's go get us a Subway sandwich. Yeah. It's, it's theater, man. It's yeah, theater. It is. There's a few it people is. like there's a few people out there like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is really putting her life on the line of speaking out and doing the right thing. You know, here's the bad thing, man. Where where the hell did all the men go? We have a, 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 a representative Bobart of uh, Colorado, another another female standing up for Second Amendment. Uh, standing up for the First Amendment, standing up for the American people. Uh, we're, we've actually been in a lead of female Republican politicians in Congress and the Senate who have been doing the due diligence, and very few men seem to even care. I, I mean, absolutely could care less. That To me, that's a judgment upon this nation. You know, our, our men have become like women in the midst of ourselves. And, uh, you know, I think I think this new generation that we have right now, what a horrible time you know, to be coming into this country. But we need a new group of people to lead us out of this darkness. And first and foremost, if they're not led by Christ, I wouldn't vote for them. Period. We need to stop voting for people who are these pretend fake Christians. Because they do not have your best interests at heart. 
at, at this point, most of our politicians, you could probably find them within the courts of Nero, within the courts of Pharaoh. These are not American patriots like what you think that they say they are. Oh, sure, they'll put the American flag on. Sure, they'll, they'll go out to you know anyone who's in the armed services who's died over in war and coming over, and they'll salute. And, you know, they'll get their two minutes of fame. But these people aren't, aren't out there fighting for us the way that they should be. If it was, this country would look very different. But this country is not, it, it doesn't feel that free anymore. That's, that's that's the growing consensus, and I think it's worrying for a lot of people. Yeah, it may, because what is no, what's November going to hold? Nothing, nothing. Um, they're going to cheat their way into victory, and if they can't, they'll false flag their way into not having an election. That's my call. Uh, there's got to be a flashpoint where people stand up. Listen, we've won the information battle. When, when I started this business, there wasn't two percent of the country that knew what was going on. Today, I'd say that number is 40 to 50% of people know how criminal their government is. And I'd say 10 to 20% understand that there's traitors running our government with regard to China. So I, I would say this, Doug, to you in the form of a question, and we got about one minute to answer this. What's the flashpoint going to be to get people to wake the hell up and say no more? I think the flashpoints have already happened. I think they've already happened. January 6th, uh, the, the stealing of the election. How about the fact that the, that the federal government, the DHS, the FBI, the White House, will say that if you don't agree with us, you're a terrorist. There's your flashpoint. Could you imagine if the first Congress had said that about the man who just got done fighting, or the second or third Congress uh, said that to the man who had just got done fighting the British? The war would be on again. Yeah, but, but that you're, but we, you're, okay. I agree with you with awareness. But when do people stand up and say no more? We're not following your laws. We're not paying your taxes. In fact, in San Francisco, some of the business leaders got together and they told the city and county, "We're not paying your taxes until you fix the crime problem." So that uh, taxpayer rebellion is where it needs to start, and I think they anticipate that, which is why they have 87,000 IRS agents. But, Doug, there's got to be something that people do collectively to say, we're not putting up with your BS any longer. People won't disconnect from from the government. They won't disconnect from their daily lives. Hey, it's just like whenever I was in law enforcement, I was getting out. People were asking me, why are you getting out? And I told them my reasons. They all agreed with me. They all said, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I had a fallback. But people are stuck in the retirement. Oh, I got to, you know, hey, 10 years, and I would have had a cushy retirement. 10 years. I passed that up. We have a lot of people, good American patriotic men and women, who won't pass that up. So at what point in time do American men and women say the pension is not worth it, the corporate job's not worth it, the take-home ride's not worth it, freedom is worth it? But as long as the Internet's on, as long as you can watch HBO and the Super Bowl, people are entertained. That is the danger right now. Rome is burning around us, and we want bread and circus. Yeah, that's true. Doug, we're just about out of time. Uh, Doug's headed out to the conference at uh, the Griswold Camp, I'd like to call it. We've given out that number. If you live within driving distance, you still can go and register and uh, go get this great training. Uh, Doug, tell people quickly how to follow your good work. Of course, we do Doug and Dave Intel report on the Common Sense Show TV. Last day for our special, you can sign up today and get in at the existing rate. But where else do you appear? So I'm on YouTube for now. Uh, also on Rumble. Uh, gsradio.net, KYH uh, 540AM radio, and on Heroes Nation app. And I just got onto Spreaker, so hopefully uh, the podcast will grow into some other different areas as well. And Brighteon, just started a channel on Brighteon. So follow me if you feel like it. What are your hours on Brighteon? I just I just started. So, I mean, as soon as I get back from this training, i got to start loading up stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the Common Sense Show on this day. And we thought we'd get a report from Doug on the Doug and Dave Intel report here as to what's happening, kind of a current events update, and to update you on the fact that there is training. Because, unfortunately, I don't want this, but Civil War looks like it's coming. You better get ready. Thanks, Doug.
Thanks, Dave. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.